0: Right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Crossing Sword, as always, I'm Andrew.
1: And I'm here to ask some deep questions, well not that deep, but topical questions, relevant questions, questions, and topo- uh, uh, political questions.
0: Yeah, I think that's the idea for today, we wanted to talk about current events, how we're feeling, what we think about what's going on. How are so, you feeling? Pessimistic I guess, apathetic perhaps as well.
1: Best you can hope for in Brexit really. Yeah, I mean, it's just a number
0: of things, isn't it? It's not just um, Brexit, it's the government we have, the lack of capability to affect any real change, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll get on to that, right? I figure.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, in the last week we've had uh, the party conferences for Labour and the Conservatives. I only really looked into those. I wasn't particularly interested in looking into any others.
1: Haven't Adam yet. Most of the others.
0: Well, there you go. Then that's probably why I didn't say anything. Um, not to say that I potentially wouldn't watch them.
1: I just no, but there are obviously these. These are kind of taken over as the tertiary party. I think the Green Party is probably becoming the new third party, but it, it is still it seems to be headed Labour Labour that way. But not, it, they're still
0: not significant enough. I would say it's to, still
1: it's still a red and blue split. Yeah,
0: um, and I, to be honest with you, I don't know if at the moment if we had a general election, <laughs> whether it would change much.
1: Well, this is what I wanted to, this is what I asked you. So I, I, I sort of, one of the things that I wanted to say to you was, you know, and I will, I mean, we can get into it now if you want, but I will get into it more, but do you think Labour can win a general election?
0: I'm, to be honest, because of how much ground they've got a win back and how unprecedented that bigger swing is, I mean, before it hadn't happened since pre-war, I'm thinking, um, before Boris Johnson's government did it, um, and I don't think Keir Starmer's popularity has risen enough at the moment to feel confident that they would win.
1: Well, I have one. I think there is one big problem in the in the Labour Party. Um, but we we'll, we will come on to that at some point, I'm sure. <clears throat> Let me just uh, bring out my please. Don't. So just just a few talking points, not so much notes. Please don't think I've I've prepared anything. Um, one of the things I did quite like was um during the conference during the Labour conference or. Possibly before it They were, they were t- t- discussing Starmer's options as a, a Leader, as a Prime Minister and whatever and, and obviously the fact that he's a He was a lawyer Yeah, if, for want of a better term um, For the he long was, time
0: I mean he was the head of, uh, he was Chief of the prosecutor. Yeah, it was, like yeah he's,
1: he's, he's It's an impressive lawyer oh, He's absolutely. a fancy lawyer um, but oh, Yeah, sorry, continue <coughs> one, one of the things that was A, a, a sort of Starmer opposer said on the Julian news channel a news item was um they said you know how would you describe Keir Starmer and <laughs> I thought it was so telling they said um they said he's honest you know he's hard working um but he's not a politician well and you're like yeah. well there you go yeah that's. yeah uh,
0: that is the worry the the problem is when you've got someone in opposition um and especially in power as Boris is and there's a lot of things i don't like about boris but i can give him credit on quite a few other things that i think he's far more intelligent than he, that he leads on he's incredibly charismatic people like him and he is god knows how i really and don't know how he has somehow managed with everything that's gone against him to garner this persona that he's fighting for the people that he's one of the people <coughs> that ultimately he's looking out for everyone and not just the elite when his actions point to the complete opposite.
1: Well, I know. Well, I want to bring. I want to <coughs> mention this: that uh, during the in, an interview during the conference, and um, you must have seen. The, well, you know, not you must have, but you may well have seen the clip where um, he says uh, essentially, and I am not fra- paraphrasing. What he says, he said, you know, don't forget about um, cancer rates which are up. Yeah. Obviously, because of the backlog of the, of the NHS, but, but cancer rates are up. Forget about average lifespan, which is down for the yeah. first time in a long time. He said, forget about ca- uh, cancer <coughs> rate. Forget about the uh, lifespan. He said, you know, we've delivered in, in the one place that cancer said wages are up. However, the thing is, and that's great, wages are up, but the rate of living and the new national insurance tax, which they promised wouldn't come, by the way, have essentially mean that relative to cost of living, wages yeah. are down.
0: I watched something yesterday and I wish I could remember what the two words were but there's a difference. It was nom- nominal and something else and basically what it means is what you were explaining. Uh, yeah,
1: nominally it's up. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, yeah. The so number it, is up.
0: But in terms of what your outgoings are, they've also increased higher yeah. than the level of it's, what they're higher increases.
1: than. Yeah, the wages haven't matched the rate of inflation. Yeah, no, they haven't. And what, so basically in real terms, people are earning less. Wages are down. Yeah. So the, your big claim is, is just a load of crock shit.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, it, it doesn't even matter because even when he did the Andrew Marr show, which quite frankly is a bit of a sham of a show in terms of holding people to or I. Yeah, but Marr did a decent job. But he did, um, I mean, I'd give him credit. I saw a couple of clips and he did try to call Boris out on lying about that very issue. Yeah, he said the wages um, are up, and he said, well, he that's a said, lie. Because he just blustering now. Said, that's, he said that's a lie and he said, um, no, it's
1: not. And he said, yeah, but compared to when when you look at the rate of living and when you look at the the tax increase that your government has... despite saying you weren't going to yeah
0: yeah absolutely um but the thing is the problem is we sit here and we talk about boris in these podcasts and to a degree it feels pointless just in the sense of it hasn't changed anything like he lies he does whatever he wants i know i saw a great has a huge majority in parliament which means pretty much on top of the extraordinary extraordinary powers that they have been given uh, for the coronavirus, which I believe is being pulled back. But my yeah, my we'll, point we'll is see. that despite all of it, it seems the general opinion is that he's a more realistic option than the Well, Starmer. yeah,
1: didn't someone phone into a radio station recently, and I'm probably not the only one, but and they said the reason I voted Tory is because there's no one else. And you're like, well, literally anyone else. I mean, no word of a lie. <laughs> Uh, literally anyone else right now. Because here's the thing, like, in the past, I'm not a Tory voter. No. And I don't don't agree with, generally, the Tory policies and the Tory way of life. But in previous years, I would never have necessarily judged that much about someone being a Tory voter. It would have been a difference I can get past. Because you just go, well, we all vote different ways. We all have different opinions on life. What these guys are doing under Boris's government and Boris's cabinet are so dangerous to this country. And politicians, yeah, they've always been dishonest, and they've always stretched the truth and trying. Yeah. to... But they, the flat out yeah, lies that like they an tell, time high now. and the you know, these are the masters of of to, to quote a, a common expression, these are the absolute masters of pissing in your face and telling it's raining. The fact that they are so dangerous, again and again and again. Yeah, if someone turns around now and how says how. they vote Tory in th- for this Tory government since Boris has been leader, yeah, I I can't get past that. S- I, I, I will the thing say is, it. I
0: can understand <coughs> what you're saying. Um, the only problem I have is I watched because
1: um, I want to know why.
0: I watched Owen Jones. At the uh, he went to the Tory Party conference to try and interview some of the MPs and cabinet members, but he also interviewed some of the uh, Tory members. supporters. Yeah, members, <coughs> and most of them. I mean, they they appeared, I don't want to be disparaging, they appeared middle class, clearly had money, um, were dressed very well, and in general, what they believed in or what they said they believed in was a right to self-determination. They believe in the power of the individual, and I know that's the overall conservative belief that people should work for what they get right. I And and in some ways, I don't disagree with that. Um, And then when Owen would push them on, you know, well, then why are you supporting a government that's just cut universal credit? And then they're going, oh, well, you know, with these people, they need to manage their finances, and there's an ignorance there. But when they're confronted with it, all of them went, well, yeah, then wages should go up, really, shouldn't they?
1: Interesting. Well, um, I did... I say the thing is, is you know the whole, line, the whole, and I think that's a that's a great way to describe the the kind of the Tory mentality, the voting of the Tory mentality is, I, you know, the, the self individual thing. And I've worked for what I've got, it. but the difference. Is, well, I just say the difference is, I think, is that's really easy when you've got a platform to start from. But when you're at the bottom and you don't already have that I know, leg I know, up, I, I absolutely, you know, there's a huge difference. If if mum um, and dad are going to give you, you know, several thousand pounds, and they're going to give you, uh, you know, the ability to get on the property ladder and all this stuff and that, that's great. But you've, you know, you're saying, oh, I work for this. Yeah. But you didn't. You worked for it from a certain point, but you had a much better starting point than someone down below who you say, well, I got here, you can get him. It's like, no, because they didn't have the same starting point. You didn't start the race. It's like a race and you're saying, well, you know, we're all running the same race, so really it's... It's fine, you know, we'll get as far as we get running this race. And it's like, yeah, but you yeah. started a lot further into the race than no, this absolutely. person did. No, absolutely. There is definitely another...
0: <laughs> and the thing is, as you know, I do actually agree with you. I'm not...
1: No, you're just playing the...
0: Devil's advocate a little bit, but also just um, from what I saw of these people. But in terms of... Um,
1: what was it you were just... I was talking about... I was doing a race analogy. I was saying that these people started yeah, on Yeah, so higher. I think there's
0: definitely a number of people who fit into that, like a large majority of their supporters. But there's also people who do like there was uh, quite a few immigrants that were now British citizens but Tory members that said you know we came over here with nothing we worked hard just you know we started off with even less than the people born here that were on benefits and we managed to make our lives for ourselves um, and I think that's fantastic and I think all people should aspire to that but that's not everyone's reality there's you know that family might have had a degree of luck and become successful whereas you know and fit- also
1: there are a lot of Tory voters who aren't who don't have that leg up and they are sort of more working class <laughs> people but the, their mentality is and I know this is this is really common among people in the world and I hate it so much I genuinely despise it as a world view is it's, it's almost like um, <clears throat> that's the way things are that's the way they should be and they're like yeah but things are shit for you And they're like, yeah, but why shouldn't it be easier? I don't want to have to struggle and then give someone an easier life. 100%. They're looking at, you know, think about the the common argument that you and I have heard for years. And people say, you know, know, people come and are sitting on benefits and whatever, having it easy. And it's like, and you know, the thing is, it's like, i worked hard. Why shouldn't then? it's like, well, first of all, there's no saying they're not. Also, it's like, well, you know, surely if it was your, you know, if it was like your kids, if it was my kids, whatever struggles I've had in my life, I don't want them to have the struggles. I don't want them to have the same barriers to overcome that I did. I want things to be easier and fairer for them. I
0: mean, not to go off on a tangent, but it sort of rolls into something I actually, funnily enough, was talking about with my partner yesterday because we were talking about obviously we were sort of long, not long term, but we were just talking (laughs) about the future and we were talking about you know how expensive it is living in this country, especially in Mm. London. Mm. Uh, My partner works full time. I've just got a new full time job. Um, and we were like, even with our joint salaries, we will be able to afford to get our own place together renting, but we won't be able to afford to have a kid. Yeah. Um, and then we said, like, the ridiculousness of the situation, that we would be better off if I got my partner pregnant, leaving her and her getting supported by the state. And we'd be, we'd be, we'd be better off financially. And it's...
1: Yeah, that's and that's the, problem. that's the thing. That's the biggest... Things that I want from my political people, views.
0: most people don't want to use the benefit system. It's an embarrassing experience. It does feel degrading. No, it's never it's um, degrading. I mean, it's. I mean, I mean PIP, it's literally, which is the new
1: yeah. Tory reform? Um, not, not even Johnson. This is going back to Cameron and that. It is fucking disgraceful.
0: Oh, I completely agree. You know, um, ringing
1: people with the. Uh, you know who've. who've You know, double amputees and being like, well, can you prove you can't walk? And it's like, what the fuck, you think I grew my legs back? And people with cerebral palsy
0: being asked repeatedly to prove that Yeah, well, that's been a
1: video that's been in the news recently, for sure, been doing the rounds. Yeah,
0: I mean, we we discussed it earlier in the week. And um, I mean, fairness to Jacob Rees-Mogg, and I do say that very lightly, I felt he handled it. Reasonable as well as well. one can, yeah. Please. well I think,
1: as well as well the PIP thing, I've I know a number of, and like literally, I kind of like joined in on a discussion and debate where it was like a group of people that were all shared experiences who all knew someone or were someone who suffer hugely from, um, like anxiety, um, you know, uh, face to face anxiety, going out, doing stuff like that, yeah. <clears throat> and the government of and you know and Pip have said, well, you need to come and have a face to face assessment. And they like, but it's literally in the notes. It's in the medical. The you know, the whole reason that I'm being referred yeah. to for this by the medical practitioners is because I can't do that. That's yeah. why I can't work. That's why I can't. Well, you know, I can. You know, there are still some jobs. It, but that's why I need to claim this money. Yeah. And they're like, you need to come in and do it. And it's like, but. Do you not see the fucking idiocy of that? Well, it? that's the
0: thing. And would that then get used against them if they do turn up to the meeting Well it says in your notes that you yeah, can't absolutely do face-to-face interaction? Absolutely it would. Well, you've, you've made it here, so I think you can make day. it anywhere. Yeah, No, absolutely um, it
1: would. Um, but sorry. But the but thing,
0: but thing is, and that's because there is a national attitude and belief, as we just said, that people believe there are more people dodging the uh, benefit system than genuinely needing it. And I don't think that is the case.
1: Yeah, and uh, so just to finish the... Uh, my point that I wanted to make with that my whole a large part of my political point and obviously I have more s- sort of subtle and nuanced and subheadings of of um sort of subpoints that I believe in um policies that I strongly feel uh in favor for and against but i I believe strongly that in 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 what would be considered a civilized world in a first world country which we're not even but even in a second world country that, yeah. that anyone. And never mind coupling up that anyone working full-time should be able to afford to live. They should be able to afford a place, a roof over their head. They should be able to afford food. They should be able to afford heating and electricity. They shouldn't have to choose between these things. They shouldn't have to be picking up second jobs and second hustles to achieve those things. That's the bare minimum. Anyone working any job, I don't care how low-skilled it is or whatever you want to phrase it, if you are working full-time hours, if you are working 35-plus hours a week, you should be able to afford to live.
0: See, what's funny about what you just said um, was you said these low-skilled workers. Well, during the pandemic, we were suddenly... Key workers, we I were know, the most me, important people, and then suddenly now you're back
1: to being low skilled yeah. workers. And let me put this back on you because Boris Johnson spoke about um, in his in his speech, he spoke about the whole Leveling Up program. Yeah, and he spoke about we're going to move to high wages, high skilled jobs. So we're yeah. going to promote, we're going to try and push people into higher skilled jobs. It's like okay, but that still doesn't fix the problem. You've moved everyone <laughs> up a scale, but then who's going to fill the ones at the bottom? Yeah. Either the chain falls apart because there's no one at propping it up, or You have to start acknowledging the thing, or we're just right back where we are, where the low-skilled workers are getting no pay and they're not not able to live. But do you think
0: the reason we don't take the correct action, because it is fairly obvious, isn't it? It's just pay people more money, and I know Mm -hmm. that means cost of living goes up as well, because obviously services have to charge more to afford the wages. Um, But even if you introduce something like universal basic income, yeah. Would make a massive difference If everybody was entitled to a small amount of money To top had, up That topped up their income It would add so much freedom to everyone's lives Um People would be more productive Because they wouldn't be panicking about money all the I time I know,
1: and you know what the really obvious thing About where to get that money from And I, I do sound like a l- proper liberal lefty snowflake On this Taxing one Taxing big corporations Taxing the rich Do you know that <coughs> I, w- I was reading a report that says uh, An economist A mathematician has done a report recently. um, Mostly, I think, just because, or they've been—they did it a while back, but they're promoting it because of the Pandora Papers that have come out in the last week or so. And they were talking about the number of billionaires that exist in the UK, not the world, Mm. that are are registered in the UK. And each one of them could give every single person who's living below the poverty line in the UK thirty thousand pounds. And they would still be billionaires. <laughs> they would still not drop below the billionaires. They they still have. Yeah. They even if they and bear in mind, think about this. Even if you drop below that, you've still got nine hundred ninety nine million pounds. <laughs> but yeah, if they, you're
0: not destitute. If are they,
1: you? if they gave thirty thousand pounds to every single person living below the poverty line, they'd still be billionaires. So you're talking about where's the money for it? Fucking there. That's where the money for it. And I got so angry watching Boris Johnson's speech at one point. I didn't watch it, but I was sort of reading the report, because at one point he said, um, on what do they want to do, they want to tax the rich until the pips squeak. And it's like, yes, (laughs) yes, absolutely, we should be fucking taxing the rich. People have been getting poorer. People have been been losing their homes. People have been going hungry. There have been more families having to choose between feeding their kids and putting the heating bill on. All the meanwhile, during the pandemic, the Tories have handed out (coughs) billions of pounds not millions of pounds billions billions of pounds to their friends
0: no I know Um, and the funny thing is so the money's there even the working classes join in on not wanting the status quo to change because of aspiration they believe that there's a chance that they might be a higher class or upper working class or middle class one day (coughs) so they want to be able to protect themselves if they get there Um, but if we somehow find a way in this country of turning working class people in on themselves.
1: There's a genius thing um, that, that working class people, the, the mentality that, that seems to be working, and that, that it's why the right are in power more often than not. And it's amazing. When we grew up, you know, we grew up with a Labour government. So I just thought that was the norm. Yeah. I never realised until a bit. And then, and then the Tories came in and I was like, cool, sometimes it's Labour, sometimes it's the Tories. The and f- I never realised that actually, the for the most is, part, it's Tories.
0: Labour was taken down by a left movement, really, because the world became more woke and our behaviour in foreign affairs became more un, more intolerable to ourselves above anyone else. Yeah. So it meant that someone who is borderline a war criminal, in my opinion, but also was an effective prime minister, was the last Labour government we had. And to be honest, there's not been anyone since yeah i mean
1: not to remember you know but but while we're talking about wages living, you know remember that that blair's government was the one to introduce a minimum wage in this country yeah <clears throat> um but i can't remember what i was saying oh no no there's this this mentality um among working-class people is that as long as i'm not the bottom of the pile yeah i'm okay and the worry is and the, here's the here's where it's hard to get around and the mentality will never really change it's really difficult to switch this is like yeah but what if the bottom was actually livable what if the bottom wasn't so bad rather than being in this horrible dinghy bottom of the barrel mold everywhere? Kind of thing, what if the bottom was actually just, you know, a middle class deck on the cruise liner or whatever analogy yeah. you're using? It's like, what if the bottom and then you're the bottom along with loads of other people? Yeah. But actually you have a better quality of life than you did before when you were above someone else yeah. because the rate of everyone's gone up. Yeah, and yeah. It's that switch that's just never going to happen because so they're like, I don't want to be well, the bottom. It's, it's that fundamental and right now, I'm not the bottom. And they'd rather be worse off than be the bottom. Well,
0: that's the thing people think by giving everyone, as, as I've said yeah. loads of times, by, by giving more to others, you end less up with you. less yourself. And that's <coughs> in all things, whether it's monetarily, race equality, sex equality. And money, in, in um, terms of money,
1: like I said, you just need to look at the pandemic. You know, talking about there's no money for this, there's no money for that. You know, there was billions got given out for billions. Billions of pounds but got yeah, spent we on PPE. Give our nurses a proper pay rise. Billions got spent on PPE that wasn't usable
0: to companies that had never worked in that
1: field yeah. like months before. Um, so there's money. There's the money's there. I Definitely. Think
0: another part of the problem for me. And the is rich got richer.
1: The money's there.
0: I can remember pretty much my entire life. The general narrative in the media has been the problem in this country is immigration. Yeah, and that led to a success in Brexit, um, and it lead. It still seems to work in terms of whipping people into a frenzy that immigration is still the problem in this country, to the degree that we didn't want to bring in immigrant HGV drivers
1: for the recent fuel crisis. Yeah,
0: and that Boris couldn't do it because we were taking back control of our borders, and yet he would have had to welcome. Well, and then
1: he, he did. He did offer it. Yeah, but he's not going to
0: offer more out, is he?
1: No, no, but the thing is, he put, he put out, he said, we'll take 300. And most of them, bear in mind, last Christmas, yeah, because of, the, because of Brexit and the queues in Kent, last Christmas there were hundreds of lorries on a runway in I Kent. I remember that, yeah. So it's like, do you really think they're going to rush back to do that again for no. a country that doesn't appreciate them or want them, that will kick them out the second they're done? No. And also, he offered 300 people that opportunity, 27 took him up.
0: And I think the other side <clears throat> and of the that's surprisingly high. that lambasts that issue is, in a sense, by being part of the EU and immigration being such a natural flow, especially being, at the time, one of the most econo- economically powerful countries in the world and we have an NHS, we were a place people wanted to come. And so, in a sense, gelling together and becoming, I'm trying to think, I can't remember the right word, but when people come together and it's, you force it upon them, Um, I think people feel invaded, they feel, and it just compounds on that issue of the media constantly pushing that narrative.
1: I'll tell you what's become the new... um, I mean, immigration will always be top, but I'll tell you what, in in the wake of Brexit, because now we can't really blame immigration, we still do a little bit, you know, and pretty Patel... <clears throat> to send him back the boats and whatever else, this ridiculous narrative also breaking international law. By the way, there is an international law that the UK are signed up to that says that even if an even if uh, an alien or or a migrant enters a country illegally, if they declare themselves to the authorities, they can't be. You have to um,
0: process them, and
1: uh, you have to review their migrant status. Like obviously, most like this government will unlikely will undoubtedly say no but they but still you have, have to go have through to the go through it. and and by by just turning them away you are literally breaking international law and it, this is the thing Boris talking about where the where the you know Well this the, the is the problem because I don't think leads. that matters
0: to Boris. No, nothing matters um, to Boris. We <coughs> have brazenly gone back on promises we made during the Brexit negotiations we're trying to change the deal mm. now post agreeing it um, and now there's rumours the of a ready French deal that gonna, was already to go yeah yeah, yeah yeah and now the French are apparently lean, leaning on us to drop our changes um over the over the fuel crisis and the gas crisis and, and when you and you look at the fuel things like, crisis
1: you know the Tories in the latest manifesto promised to to um pledge to greener living and whatever yeah. how did they do that by scrapping the um the emissions policy out of yeah. our deal with australia? Yep. So we're out of the EU. We, we get a new trade deal with Australia. Australia say, "Yeah, we don't. We're not, we're not signing up to that with the with the, pr- the green deals the in place." Is, and we went, "Okay," because you just, hold all the cards.
0: It's just going <coughs> to be more of the same because now that we've left the EU, everything has to be up for grabs. Yeah. So the NHS <laughs> being privatised, but it's just a matter of time. It's already happening anyway. It is already happening.
1: Um, so it, it's going to happen. And you know at what's really point. scary about it is it's th- it's the way it's being done is is underfunded. Well, well, it's un you know, it's underfunded so that and it make fails angry at it. so that when you introduce a change people are willing to pay for it not willing <clears throat> they'll never stop and go hang on this was free and this should be free they'll no. go yeah but at least it works now yeah yeah And it like but it doesn't work that's yeah. sort of the and if they'd have funded it properly it would have worked any- anyway I'm getting yeah. sidetracked because the other thing what I was saying is <clears throat> immigration was, was but the newest um thing the flash thing that you can put in the papers and gets people to working up is um, the woke culture the, you know the council culture the woke yeah. culture and it's like woke is used thrown around as an insult by the right and you're like well, but if you examine it what does woke mean it means, means being <coughs> less offensive alert it means turned on it means yeah. giving a shit Yeah, respecting other people being and being aware, aware of, what the of social, what's happening and your impact
0: yeah how you affect and interact with the sort of I'm trying to, the social consciousness at the time and the thing is, that is constantly flowing, and I think that's why, and this is where the left have gone wrong, to sort of go off on a tangent a little bit. And as you said, with the woke culture, we've they have gone over the top at times. And I think there has to be more understanding that, you know, human beings are human beings. And we seem to pick and choose when it's okay. Like, I'm a huge fan of James Gunn. He lost his job as Guardians and then obviously has since got it back. But over things he said years ago, and I'm not saying... And that's... has
1: since apologised. Absolutely, since apologized, but it's yeah. happening
0: over and over again, and for some people it destroys their careers and it's the end, but others they're lucky enough to come back. But I think it's made the left so unappealing to the general public that they have nowhere else to go other than to the Conservatives. Or nowhere. Or to the right. Or, <coughs> yeah, or people just become apathetic and don't or, um, engage. <coughs>
1: and you... And, um you know, one thing I, I, I took away from the conference as well, um, if I could just go... Absolutely. Is, um, You know, Nadine Dorries, the culture secretary. Mm.
0: Um, is this the one that went on <coughs> a celebrity?
1: Yeah. But she was calling out the BBC for nepotism, for saying, oh, mo-, you know, most people work there because mummy and daddy work there. Right. And just to give you a bit of... <clears throat> just to give you a level of hypocrisy that is... comes as, her dad was a... Politician. No, it comes as standard with... um with the Tory party and with the Tory ministers in this government, <coughs> she hired her two do- daughters for a total of 80 grand a year.
0: <laughs> what, taxpayer? <coughs> yeah, taxpayer funded. Obviously, yeah, yeah. But as I go at the BBC mm. for nepotism.
1: <coughs> Even if it's not taxpayer funded, it's, you can't call out somewhere and go, no. oh, my mummy and daddy work there. It's like, you literally gave your kids jobs, of high-paying jobs. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, Right. Yeah,
0: they're paid the same as an MP.
1: Near enough. Oh, and don't get me started on some of the. There's a Tory MP has come out this week, <coughs> I don't know his name, talking about how hard it is to live on 82 grand a year, And it's like, please give me that chance to suffer like that. You know, if it's so like hard, go about it. yeah. I'll fall on that sword for yeah. you. I'll take it. You will swap salaries.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because
1: just to be clear, like, <coughs> no, not but even to give my salary away.
0: Pleaded, um, but like,
1: if not to give my salary away, but if I worked three years solid, saved up. Every single penny You still didn't touch same. I amount. still wouldn't have as no. much as they earn in a year. four no, years and that, and that, just about. But once you add on expensive, no, no, but if, yeah, it's mad. Yeah,
0: yeah and, um, also and even Boris has pleaded poverty, hasn't he? He said he can't afford yeah, it's 150 salary.
1: grand a year, and it's like it's so tough. And it's like you can fuck I mean, right. I mean, off. if
0: I'm being honest, though, personally, and this isn't anything for Boris, it's just for any Prime Minister. <coughs> I don't think that's necessarily a huge sum of money to be paid to be the leader of the country.
1: No, but what it is... I wouldn't
0: be angry if the Prime Minister earned a mill a year, for example. i tell
1: you what I want. I tell you what I want to impose. Considering
0: the heads of banks are uh, on silly money, if I, I, I was, think the leader of our country should be...
1: I mean, this would never go through Parliament because they'd never vote for it. You'd never get all the MPs, enough MPs to vote for it. But if I was Prime Minister, yeah. i tell you what I'd table. I'd table a bill that said MPs earn minimum wage and if you can't live on that well then you need to reassess minimum wage
0: yeah i mean the problem is though, obviously that's not going to happen no it's just never going to by happen. having it being just enough money that it's worth a certain level of person attaining they're not <coughs> going to ever let themselves be at the same level of those of us the plebs
1: no, no, I no, like that's what I said. You're never going to get more to vote for it. But no. for me, it'd be like you should be in the job, and also it would deter all the ones that want to be. You should be in the job because you genuinely want to make a difference. You're not there to make yeah. money. The money that you make is just enough to get by. You can live on it, yeah. Com- comfortably. Like that's the aim is that yeah. you live relatively comfortably. But you're not, you know, none of this like second homes, lots of fucking private jet holidays, <laughs> you know all that, all that, that shit. That was like,
0: something I wanted to talk to you about. Actually, was um, the w- <laughs> The situation is country, I mean, I know people personally who do it, who stockpile homes. Oh, uh, yeah. Who uh, live off of the rent of multiple...
1: Dirty. Hate it. Yeah, I find it really difficult. Because they're the ones that talk about, you know, the, the people at the bottom of society being lazy and not wanting to do jobs and, you know, not wanting to work hard enough. It's like, yeah, but you literally like, make money by sitting on your ass. Yeah, and like and taxing and other the hard, like the person hard-working people.
0: I know who's in that situation their they and their partner both had very successful careers earn a lot of money and that's how they were able to afford to buy the mm. amount of properties that they have but obviously it's one of those where they keep getting like the mortgages are being paid off by the rent of the property um so that gives a suggestion of how much money they had that they could afford that but so in their case id but I still find I'm very uncomfortable with that
1: you can still like them as people yeah but that actual practice I don't like i don't don't, know i I
0: think it's wrong and it's why like (coughs) my mum started watching at home uh slum lamb lords and nightmare tenants yeah yeah and one of the constant things you get are these people that are living like very close to the edge that own multiple properties that are completely ruined because they get a shitty tenant and now i do feel sorry to them to a degree but then part of me's like well that's your own fault for overreach and You should have been happy yeah. the fact you owned one home, let alone.
1: Yeah, I I, I face the fact that I realistically there is a good chance I will never own a home.
0: No, that the, the only chance I will have will be when my mum passes away. Yeah, day. but that's just. I yeah. mean, like,
1: there's a good chance you can you own multiple homes. I and I listen. I work full time. I'm not right at the bottom of the barrel. I'm not. I'm not. I not. Don't need to claim any benefits to top up my salary, and yet I will never own a home.
0: No. Um
1: tell you how unattainable and that's the thing that, you know, we had Tory another Tory MP recently saying, you know, that you that it's it's doable and you should you should not doable but you should try and work hard towards it, you know, given that it's all the way out there. Yeah. It should be motivation for you to really work towards it. it's like no, or you could move the line a bit closer because it's not something that I want it's not a luxury. That's the thing. It's being sold no. home ownership now is being sold as a luxury. Yeah. And it's not. We need I, to remember that it's a basic necessity. Yeah,
0: no, I, I completely agree with you. I think it's both. I do think people have to be more sensible and work harder towards things, but that's difficult. That'll only take you so far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the line needs to be moved closer, but I think it's made even harder when you live in a society where we're constantly bombarded with, buy me, do this, and it's, you know, and it, it ends up leading people to spend far more money than they should.
1: But potentially, I, I just think it's, you know, when you look at the rate of of uh, the rate of uh, owning a home, paying mortgage, and the rate of earning the salaries, mm. you know, the salaries have absolutely they've gone up again. You know, like Boris, like going back to the Boris thing, yeah. nominally they've gone up, but not nearly at the same rate as the houses. No. So whereas before you could pay off I'm a mortgage in you know x many years paying this amount, well now you have to pay double that yeah. percentage of your salary. And you have to wait a little bit longer to pay it off kind of thing. And that's yeah. even if you can get it.
0: <clears throat> I don't know how you bridge the gap. And I don't know, if I'm being honest, if we ever will. Like I said, I'm not even confident that we'll get a change in party in charge of the country when the next election rolls around. And a, part <coughs> of me wonders whether the the problem is, and I think I mentioned it to you before, I wonder whether the fact that Keir Starmer is in fact Sir Keir Starmer goes against him uh,
1: possibly possibly there's a couple of things i want to ask you before yeah, i yeah. kind of move on to labor if you don't if you don't mind not to no, kind, no, of no, kind of dictate no, no. the flow just of start. it um i think just to this one and this isn't uh i don't want to take this moment as an i told you so <coughs> but for anyone who knows me will remember all the way back in 2015 <laughs> and 16 i said if they if if brexit is successful they'll gun for the human rights act and this week, Dominic Raab announced that they want to scrap the Human Rights Act. Of course they do. Uh, which I think is just the most despicable, deplorable thing. Well, what it
0: means is things for the average everyday worker like me and yourself, our lives Everyone. could get a hell of a lot
1: worse. Everyone. Right now, we have what it means a basic is, leg to stand on, like things legally. Things
0: as little and as big, I mean, that they're small in the grand scale, but for the individual, it's big. We're currently protected by rules like I'm entitled to 11 hours between shifts legally. Um, But by scrapping the Human Rights Act and things like that and labour laws, which we now have the power to do now we're out of the EU. All those sort of things go out the window. Any any flexibility we had left in working life, which was very little to begin with.
1: Not just working life, there's there's certain things that the Human Rights Act said that you know, we'll politically human and um,
0: towards the rest of the world,
1: you know, it, it you shouldn't be subjected to. So whether that's uh just as a just literally, I mean, I cannot express myself just as a basic human being. Whether you are, you know, they they could they could, I mean, I know it sounds dramatic, but they could torture you. Yeah, and there's nothing saying, you know, they say, well, we needed the information that we thought we had. They didn't well, have it, but do we need. You know, they can they can kick people out of their homes. And put them on the switch. Which I know they do anyway, but you know, there's no. So what, there are fewer steps to do that. There are fewer barriers yeah, to overcome. What,
0: what's what do you think the actual benefit to the conservatives doing that is though? What is it they want to do that they can't currently do?
1: Well, the Human Rights Act allows me and you some some basic rights that mean that if they're taken away, they can work as harder. They can try and pump more money into their own pockets or get more out out of us. They can get more out of us by giving us less. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we've got to make sure they've got this and we've got to make sure that it's none of that. No. Like running sweatshops. I mean, honestly, it's just... But... It's not good. You'd
0: think that on (coughs) its own would be a public
1: outrage, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. This this Tory government have have, have so got people wrapped up that they are pissing in our face and telling us it's it's raining. They're like, you know, we're getting rid of the human rights. And that's a good thing. It's like, no, <laughs> the, the EU was literally founded because of one of the worst violations of human yeah. rights in the history.
0: And we want to open the doors back up to that sort of... Yeah. Do you think that's because, as a country, we're more right-leaning than we've They're ever We're very been?
1: right-leaning. And also, we, you know, um, Boris spoke in his speech about, you know, oh, they wanted to call churchill a, a racist and um change rewrite history and whatever. it's like he it, it was a racist I mean, he, he literally was. he literally spoke about white supremacy yeah. um so we're not changing history we're just bringing it to light and i think that's one of the things that i think goes against this is that we and we've spoken about it before we are hugely in denial in this country um about our own history and about the negative things well, that we've th- done and do.
0: I don't know if, it, if, if it's us as a public who don't want to. No, no, it's not us. Sort of, no, no. I think it's, and I hate using the word words like establishment, but the establishment don't want you going back and looking at what is supposed to be a hero of all time, Winston Churchill, the man who saved us against Hitler. <laughs> if you start scratching beneath the surface and going, well,
1: wait a second, he committed well, not genocide that, you know. of
0: millions of people in India and He's sent thousands of to soldiers talk about, to their death. Um, we all
1: want to talk about how the fact that we, we, will, oh, sorry. If
0: if we if we start doing that, we're going to then start scratching beneath the surface because, by comparison to Winston Churchill and the image they portray, our current politicians aren't fit to wipe his boots. So if we start scratching beneath that surface, we're going to start.
1: Well, also, I think, um, I have completely lost my train of thought. We we're saying, Winston oh, no, no, no. Churchill. You know, we also we want to go. Well, we were one of the early. You know, we were one of the earlier countries to to promote uh, the women's vote and the women's rights. And we were one of the, you know, we were one of the first to have a kind of integrated black and white country before the, you know, before the Americans. It's like, okay, but let's look at all the other shit that we did that was not good. Let's look at all the other areas where we were quite far behind the grade and the scale. And again, like you said, they don't want us opening up those they don't want us opening up that kind of worms. No,
0: they don't want us opening up old worms. And,
1: uh, but what it means is we have this such a warped view of ourselves as Britain that, you know, we, we're like, we, we don't worry about the Human right. Rights Act and stuff like that. Why, we're I like, well, we're so great, you know, like, well, we're not, you know, we're the well, world leaders. Well,
0: the thing is, if you great. don't understand your past, you can't understand Agree. how you're going forward. Um, and it's one of the reasons why I actually have a lot of respect for Germany as a nation and I think I might have said it before on the pod, because they educate their children of every generation about what happened during the Holocaust <laughs> because they want to ensure that that sort of travesty never happens again. And it's about... like Because obviously none of the people alive now are responsible well,
1: for anything. Can I just ask you this, though, because this was in the news. Yeah. Um, had a little. Well, what I was saying about
0: Germany is that, you know, there's no... Sh- I don't want to say there's no shame to it because obviously there is, but...
1: They have to embrace it. They yeah, embrace it. They
0: do. Um, and I think for me, that means I'm far more forgiving of them no. as a nation than others.
1: But yeah, I mean, you're saying this, so there was in the news this week uh, a woman who is, I think, 100 or so, maybe 90. Yeah. I, I mean, you can do the math and work it out. I just can't be asked. But so she was like 17 at the time of during the Second World at a point in the Second World War. Yeah. And she was working as a secretary in aid. Um, in a camp, in a an internment camp, you know, in a a Jewish camp. Yeah. And this this week she's been put on trial, um. But because she was seventeen at the time, she's a ninety three year old on trial in a juvenile court, <laughs> and even better, she ran away. She really? did a runner on the way to the trial. She decided to get in a taxi and go somewhere else, and she fucked off.
0: I'm not sure how I feel about it, to
1: be honest. No, I just—it's the um, idea of a 93-year-old in a juvenile court that kind of was the one that caught my attention. I don't know
0: whether it's morally the right thing to do or not. Was this in a German court? Yeah. It's hard because it, it's hard to say that if you weren't in Nazi Germany at the time as a normal German citizen, that you wouldn't it's hard to know where you would draw the line about what you did or didn't do um and it's hard to condemn someone
1: yeah well there's a there's for a doing I mean, morally just a,
0: the wrong thing but what most people would do
1: recently I watched um tenet and there's, there's a kind of bit in the tenet I've where... I've not seen it um and this is no spoiler, this happens really early on by the way he kind of um
0: I have no idea what it's about he
1: takes it it's good, you should watch it. I, yeah. Honestly, it is, it, it's not as complicated as people make out. I don't know no. what the fuck people are watching, but it's actually really simple to follow. And halfway through, you're like, okay, I get it. And I get where it's going, and I get where it's been, and you really appreciate it. But sorry, anyway, you but watch there's you tell it. There's a bit where he, he <clears throat> takes a cyanide capsule because okay. he doesn't want to give away information and sell out his team. And then it turned out to be like a fake thing, and he wakes up, and there's a, you know, he's a superior of his kind of there talking. And he says, the thing is, he says... Most of us like to think that in the situation, we do the right thing. Yeah. He says, but the truth is, until the heat is on our back, you have no, idea. no one knows how they react, but you will. And that was his kind of his line. To him. Oh, It was a good line. It was a yeah. good bit. <clears throat> but you're right. No, well, we don't know how we would, we would react. But just to, to get us back to the kind of the recent party conference and whatever, what did you make of Gove's joke? What
0: was his joke?
1: Michael Gove's, um, you know, they saw me dancing. Oh, no, no, no dance that was like nobody's. Tr- that was Boris's. No, no, tr- Gove. It was Gove. Dance like nobody's watching. Um, oh, okay. No, so I, I didn't so see I, his speech. I he says, saw no, Boris's. He says, he says, dance like nobody's watching. So I, and I'm, God, I'm, I've seen this written down once and I'm trying it from memory. So apologies if I get it wrong. Well, dance bo- like nobody's watching, except they did, they were watching, you know, yeah. from that photo of him in the nightclub. And he said, and he said, um, you know, but I, you know, there's enough about, you know, a man flailing around uh for an hour and a half you know no real direction or grace or whatever but enough about Keir Starmer's speech he said and
0: I think to be honest Boris's speech was pretty much all jokes it was what we thought it would be
1: charisma no substance yeah and and Keir's was the polar opposite lots of substance no real charisma
0: no it was very dry um, there was no real emotion in anything he was
1: saying. He is very almost robotic in but that. But ideas
0: like the problem is he didn't deliver it well, but his joke about Boris tool. Johnson's dad being I a tool maker that. as well. Yes and my you uh, know, my father was a tool very maker in many joke. ways. Boris's father very was also joke, a toolmaker. But it wasn't delivered with the and that's the problem. I've had this sort of conversation with people recently <laughs> where what you need on the left or even just in labor, whether it's centrist or left leaning, is someone equally as abhorrent as Boris, but just on our side. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I do kind of know what you mean. Um,
0: Maybe is the wrong word. I what mean, like, you, that has the same level <coughs> of charisma on...
1: I, said, and I want to sort of sum up Labour in a bit, but what do you make of um, Angela Rayner calling Boris Johnson scum?
0: It's funny, that was one of my questions to ask was you it? as well, yeah. Um.
1: It, in Ch- terms I mean, of how she looks... Wrong. She's not tell me where she's wrong in terms and I'll, I'll, of
0: whether i agree with what she said or not i obviously 100 percent agree i don't know whether when you're trying to portray as an opposition that you are a more stable reliable yeah hitting see, hit announced
1: seems a bit more
0: it it doesn't and she's quite a an
1: and i don't mean person. this in
0: a bad way she's quite a common sounding woman Um, she doesn't sound like a conservative she's got a accent i I just think i just think she's Um,
1: well not just the accent but i think she's she's human so when she gets passionate she gets
0: passionate and i I think that's something we need to see more of in politics in general it's why i like it's
1: why i like her it's why i also like jess phillips doesn't jive for labor it
0: doesn't jive with what i think the labor opposition is loving the use of the word jive trying to put across um
1: much like keeping the microphone. There's a lot of
0: rumors she might be, if Keir Starmer doesn't do well in life the next Labour leader, the first female (coughs) Labour leader.
1: Well I think and and I will sum up Labour now, I think that Corbyn um was the Brexit of the Labour Party. Not necessarily anything Corbyn did himself, but his election was a clear motif by the membership and bearing my membership shot up just to elect him leader mm. it was a clear motivation from it was a clear motive from the left from the left from the membership to move the party to the left however a party on the left is never going to win isn't
0: widely accepted enough
1: so what's happening is half the party want it to be really left wing and partly you know partly Wanted in reaction to, to brexit centrist. and what's happening and the fact is they need to be centrist to win so you've got the ones who have got and I don't want to kind of because this sounds like I'm putting down the ones who are on the left and who are against Center, but the f- the fact is, the ones on the center do kind of have their heads screwed on a bit more, and they're looking at it going, "It's not about being this left, labor, socialist. It's about winning. It's about getting yeah, Boris it's about being and tories to the Tories again. and we have to be down the middle for that." And whereas the ones on the you know, you've still got half the party you want to go, and I think it was an I think much like Brexit, I think it's part almost of impossible to come back from that, certainly for a while.
0: Yeah, and I think part of Labour's problem i wouldn't be able to name half of the shadow cabinet
1: i reckon i'd give it a good go i know angela
0: rayner keir starmer obviously
1: pretty sure david lammy's in there
0: diane abbott
1: as long as she's not doing the numbers um I mean,
0: and that's probably about as far as my labor cabinet no but the shadow heads. cabinet no one ever
1: knows the shadow cabinet no like,
0: I, I don't oh, maybe you're right i don't know um I never really followed politics enough when Conservatives weren't in When you look at any of, the,
1: when you look um, at any of the people, you know, like, um, eh, like literally Edmund any Ed Miliband's on, yeah, on the Shadow the, Cabinet. Yeah, uh, Ed Miliband on the Shadow Cabinet. He's their I version of the housing Chancellor. Of the Extra- I know he's Chancellor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. I think it's Shadow Secretary for Commerce. So I <coughs> but I watched recently, I don't know if you've watched it, it's the second, there's two parts out of this um, new Labour documentary on the BBC, so exploring Blair and Brown... Okay. getting together and kind of reforming Labour and making them a winnable party. Yeah. And it's a really interesting thing. And do you know what it nearly inspired me to do? And I haven't done it yet, but I might. And this is a weird thing too. It nearly made me want to join the Labour Party. And I'll tell you why. Because this is a weird motive for it and it, it, it won't make sense to a lot of people, but some people I think will get it. The Labour Party does not represent me in any way. And I feel that's exactly why I need to join it. To make it represent me. And to work from the inside, and to try and do my bit to make Labour a winning party.
0: No, I can understand that um, because.
1: No, on the surface it sounds mental. It's like, do, no, do you? Are, you know, are you a Labour fan? Are you? Do you blin? Like not at all. No, and that's why I want to join.
0: At the same time, <laughs> they're the closest to what you believe in is out there that is real. Well, I don't know. I and, think and probably that, the honest, that, that can
1: win. Yes.
0: So my point is you couldn't go to the Green Party and hope to have the same level effect than if you went into the Labour Party as things stand. um, I think if Labour have another disastrous election, I think people will start looking elsewhere. Um, But no, I completely get why you're saying that, and I have myself thought about joining the Labour Party in the past, and that was under Jeremy Corbyn. Oh,
1: Um, Jeremy Corbyn.
0: And. I mean, Boris even had a dig at him in his speech, didn't he? He said, um, yeah, it's, it's I managed to see off Cosmonaut Corbin. And I thought, oh, you bastard. <laughs> um, but looking and at I don't, that, I just want to say, there was there no a, real way.
1: There are a lot of Corbin fans out there who, li- who do listen to the pod as well. And I just want to say that, yes, you're right. He was done dirty by the media. Oh, absolutely. They clearly... Promoted and, against him.
0: And that's the thing. I, and his whole party worked against him. And that and that's part of the problem. I
1: haven't But I always said my biggest criticism was he never dealt with the anti-Semitism claim. He never dealt with it.
0: Well, it's funny you mention <coughs> that. I actually read some articles about how um, when he became leader, he wanted to tackle it. But there's a part of the Labour Party, separate to the Labour Party, the people that investigate and deal with it within yeah. the Labour Party. And the head of the party has the right to change those people but one you have to have calls and things like that and i think something in like a two it was nearly a two-year period until he was able to effect change in that organization and get his people in but like they didn't go after anyone and he was and he kept okay, getting but, I mean, and he kept getting cited by this organisation for harassing <laughs> them, and that he was.
1: But I just remember all the interviews and stuff when it was like, are you, you know, what about that? And He was just, oh, God's sake, this again. As soon
0: as he got his own person in charge of that organisation, the amount of work that was being done to tackle it and the people being removed from the Labour Party and investigated went up dramatically. Okay, oh, cool. I, I, so I can he support was. That. Um, but that's not what the media portrays so it's not But this not is the clever thing about did. Boris
1: this is the clever thing about Boris because there is a prime example Jeremy Corbyn was uh, you know if that's if that was the case and I don't want to try and say um, it wasn't if that was the case Jeremy Corbyn's worked hard to make change and make effective yeah. change it doesn't matter what you do, it matters what the public think you do. Um,
0: And fundamentally the other problem was he didn't have the support of the important people in his party, the vast majority of people didn't support him and staffers were like, there was these leaked emails and texts from um, high ranking (laughs) staff members in the Labour Party that were supposed to be supporting Jeremy Corbyn to get elected and there was periods where Corbyn's um, popularity were polling at a level where they thought they might actually get a hung parliament or Labour might actually win and they were all beside themselves. They weren't happy. None of them wanted Corbyn to be Prime Minister. Um, and that's part of the problem. It's unfair on him that they didn't get behind him or give him a chance. No, but he, but, I said but he also never brought them round or
1: But what I changed said, the difference is it doesn't matter what you do, it matters what the public think you do. That's why Boris yeah. spends all his time on his image rather than on Absolutely. any actual substance. Like if you
0: compare the intro videos to the two conference parties, one for Boris, one for Keir Starmer, Keir Starmer was very much one of... Quite a humble, one him going around meeting people. Right, his was very the substance. Cons- no, it's it's yeah. a substance. And no charisma. Boris like was all like, there was images of like it was like get Brexit done and break the gridlock. And when it came up to break the gridlock, there was a bulldozer going through a wall. Yeah. that said gridlock, and it was all punchy. And it was like there was literally a scene of him with boxing gloves on, box like just punching thin this air. Is the,
1: this is the thing. This is the thing. What I want to say as well because they. The Labour Party, one of the big things that works against them is because half of them are so far on the left and because half of them are not, um, people don't know what Labour stands for.
0: No, they don't. And I don't think Keir Starmer's done enough to...
1: Be clear on to be the, clear the or, And no. even
0: from his... Like, he, he gave out things that he wants to work on, but it was more about what the Conservatives hadn't done and what he believed in as an individual rather than what he's actually going to try and affect <laughs> in terms of change.
1: Um very quickly i want to i wanted to ask you and i'm sure and then we'll uh, if there's anything you wanted to ask And um, very quickly uh what do you make of the the insulate britain this week uh blocking motorways and blocking roads and stuff because i say this i think my my opinion on it is this um it is very hard stories that you're reading you know about people who wanted to see ill family about you know all this stuff and that you know talks of ambulances being blocked and stuff and it is hard however and i don't i i genuinely i'm not supporting this by the way i'm just playing a kind of devil's advocate just to be i could not be clear about this just playing devil's advocate um it is making the front pages and that is it is the whole point of that kind of thing is to make an impact and to get people talking about it yeah um, um also they did attack i think it was farnham airport by the way which has thousands of private flights a year um and all of the occupants of those private flights by the way could fit on one large commercial flight to um (laughs) spain so just to be clear that was that was a good thing because they make a huge but yeah uh, what what do you make of that just quickly it's really hard
0: i um agree with the sentiment i agree with what they're trying to achieve and as you said it's desperately sad some of the consequences of those Mm. demonstrations But I think ultimately it brings more attention to it. It gets people talking about it. I don't think it ultimately is going to make any difference. But what I would say is I had a thought recently with what's been going on with the petrol pumps and the ridiculous queues and everything like that. There was emergency service vehicles, important carers trying to get around people that were unable to get fuel because of the irresponsibility of the general public to go mad and uh, obviously the papers and the media play a part
1: in that no my favorite thing about that was by the way how
0: many people were inconvenienced or died because of that
1: yeah no one knows and my favorite thing about that by the way was the the government saying and rightfully so by the way because it wasn't a problem until everyone made it a problem um but saying there's no problem there's no problem you know, seriously, there's no problem. And then yeah. a week later, bringing in the army, you're like, well, you don't bring in the army if there's no problem, just to be. <laughs> well, no, the <but coughs> problem is we created no, they the problem. Had to, but you're like, there's uh, no problem. It's literally a we case. Have, we've of, got the army here. Yeah. but It's not a problem. They're just, we bring them in all the yeah. time on everything. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it was very much, they so said, oh, no, we're not going to do that.
1: And also, because of the petrol fuel, uh, fuel shortages and, st- and the food shortages and the warnings about Christmas and stuff, the government uh, have, have said this week at their conference and stuff, uh, 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 the conservative conference talking about all that stuff and there's literally videos i mean you can go and find videos of all the politicians of in, in Boris's cabinet talking about during the leave campaign and saying it was never going to happen all this project fear stuff was absolute rubbish yeah. and now they're telling us genuinely this is it's their start. happening not just it, i mean it is happening we can see yeah. that but this is their. this is what they're saying now they're saying well yeah it was always the plan that that was going to happen and you're <laughs> like in the wall Apart from when you said it absolutely fucking wasn't, wasn't going to happen. It yeah. It anyway, was impossible any of these things uh, to happen. Is there anything on your... No, uh, I'm, you I'm pretty to happy
0: to um, end it there. I think we've had a good <coughs> chat. Um, we pretty much covered 98% of what I wanted to talk about anyway. So we'll I'm go for the happy, 2%. Yeah.
1: Let's get for a full rounded 100%. Uh, no, to be honest... Yes, the, the rash has cleared up. Thank you for asking.
0: The only um, what thing else? I was going to ask you is, has your... Opi- how do you feel about your future in this country? Uh, believe um,
1: I get closer and closer to uh, emigrating every day. That's fair. I feel like there's less and less here and i've always I've always said i mean I might go before then I might not, but I might go before then. I've always always said if they do there's a certain point of privatization of the NHS as someone who is has, has a kind of chronic yeah. I do have a chronic illness. Um, that's why I suffer so much, and I just wish you guys would just send me some love and some positivity. We have a
0: Patreon page um, and a Just Giving page.
1: But if if there comes a point where that and I have to stop paying for those medications, it's like yeah, I'm outie. Yeah, I did, no, this country fair. doesn't I represent me that. at I can all. Completely
0: understand that. I think. What about you? Pessimistic, as I said, me yeah. and my partner have had to have a conversation. And it's bleak. They're bleak conversations. Where we've had to face the reality: there's a chance we might not be able to afford to have children. Yeah. Um, and that was a really <laughs> Sobering thought, or if um, you do,
1: you're going to have to become a part of the benefit state, yeah. Um, and fraudulent is, because you will be together and you'll be having to be claiming not to be, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And that's the world we live in. And I think there's no better way <laughs> to end it on that. I know, sorry to make it a, a bleak note to end it on. Um,
1: um, I, I will say this though. Uh, if you're feeling quite bleak and you want to tell us how miserable you are and how miserable we made you, you can do that by reaching out to us at Swords Crossing on Twitter. You can. Use the hashtag bleak as fuck. And let us know. <laughs> yeah, it's so on
0: uh, Twitter at Swords Crossing, uh, Facebook Crossing Swords, Instagram Crossing Swords underscore podcast.
1: Comment on our videos on YouTube.
0: Yes, yeah, and you can find us on YouTube by searching Crossing Swords and the name of the episode. And you can contact us via email at crossingswords19 at gmail.com.
1: Just tell us how miserable we made you and how much, how you were having a really good day and we just brought you down for like an hour or so.
0: But please don't stop listening, guys. Don't get that Look, No, come back. We'll be happy
1: next week. You I know, promise you we'll be happy next week. We always do week. a
0: silly episode after we've done the serious ones. We'll have to think of something funny to do in the next week.
1: We'll get if you if you guys will send us like dick pics. We'll rate them next week.
0: Absolutely, I would, I would that. as well. I would, I would as well. I would. Oh mate, I really hope we don't get any. I swear to God, if there's just a flurry
1: <laughs> of penises. <laughs>
0: and on that pom we'll see you next
1: Bye. time. Bye.